Before we start today's show, I just want to give a massive shout out to Acast for making this show happen. Thanks, Acast. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the PJ Podcast for episode 7. I know I'm a little bit late to the party this week. I do normally release a Wednesday episode. However, um, we've had a couple of tech dramas because I decided to pick my laptop up by the screen. Turns out it's not the most sturdy of screens and it broke and I couldn't see anything and all my interviews were on there. So we sort of had to jump into um, plan B this week and I cannot believe the person who put their hand up um, to be interviewed this week because normally they shy away from this kind of stuff and they run. They run for the hills. But my dear fiancé, BJ, who is the most farmy, um, salt-of-the-earth, rugby-playing man, um, is really keen to come on for a chat. Well, I don't know if he was. I think he just saw that I was stressed out because I didn't have any interviews. He was like, well, babe, we can do a chat. So I was like, oh my God, this could be an absolute train wreck. But we did. We sat down. I set up our little office, made it into a kind of like intimate studio. And I got you to ask questions. And literally, this is one big Q&A with BJ and I. I'm so sorry. My cough does chip in. I've had this persistent cough for the last nearly two weeks now. Um, It's not covered. And, um, yeah, every time I laugh, I have a bit of a coughing fit. So, anyway, bear with me. Bear with BJ. I hope you enjoy this kind of off-the-tracks episode of the PJ Podcast for episode number seven. You put your hand up. This was your idea. You knew that my computer shared itself. And you're like, oh, babe, why don't we do a chat? No, I didn't. Suggestions. <laughs> yes, I, you did. No, I did not. I said, if you're stuck, just admit you want to be famous. No, I'm just <laughs> saving the day. How are you feeling? Good. Tired. I know this. We were meant to do this last night, and you were so in the zone. I was in conform last night, and um, and you've just had to clear out a river. What else has happened on the farm today? Um, well, I've been working on my my my. <laughs> no one knows what that is. My my is like a hut where you shoot ducks. Okay. And Welcome and any vegans or <laughs> vegetarians. <laughs> what else have I been doing? I have been weighing lambs. Uh huh. And 
Can I just clear up? Because anyone who hears farmer, they think you're not very nice to animals. You treat your animals with a lot of respect. Yeah. I mean, well, until you come onto a farm and experience being on a farm, then you understand. Like, until, yeah, people come on or people have these ideas, mm. but they don't really know what goes on on a farm. They just get their opinion from media and. But so you love your animals. You actually love your job. Well, I don't know if I love them. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to help you out here. My dogs push me to the limits, mm. but um, but yeah, I mean, it's like anything. You, if you do it every day, and you, you know, you get sick and tired of. You must get sick and you must have got sick and tired of Jace. <laughs> I love Jason. I know Jace is tuning into this. Shout out, Jace. Yeah, yeah, but in any profession, you get sick and tired of it. So I mean, yes, but but, I'm trying to help you out here, but you still respect. Oh him. yeah, yeah. Well, if I didn't, you know, if, well, I suppose I've got no other qualifications. <laughs> Actually, there's a few more questions about your job coming up, but before that, um, I did decide to put this out to people because I don't know what the fuck we talk about for like. 45 mm. minutes. So I've literally got a bunch of questions. Mm. <laughs> so this is just a Q&A for you. No, it's for you. And I feel like this is going to be therapy. Like it's almost going to be like therapy, forced mm. therapy for you and I. Okay. Um, first question. And remember that my mum's going to listen to this as well. Are we going to dive off into other topics? Yeah, we might. Are just going to grill me with questions? No, like we might go off on tangents. Okay. Okay, first question. How did you and PJ meet? Well, me and you mm-hmm. met in Wanaka. Mm-hmm. Um, Who made the first move? Definitely you. <laughs> definitely you. Um, yeah, I don't know how much I should dive into this story. No, well, like, just explain the setting. Wanaka. Yeah. Who were you there with? Like, what were we uh, doing? I was with a couple of mates. I was sort of asked along as like a sidekick to my best mate and his wife. Mm. Um, we, we it was of, the last minute decision. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I sort of always do New Year's with him, and um, so yeah, it's. I went down there. And <laughs> you can't remember it, can you? Oh well, yeah, I can. <laughs> it's the whole New Year's. I'm just trying brother. to think like, how much I can actually say. Well, okay, I'll tell my perspective. So we arrived at the lake we were there with a bunch of friends we had a whole lot of mutual mates in common and oh, yeah. <laughs> one of my friends was like that guy's checking your ass out <laughs> i did have a good bum at the time i will admit that it's not in such a form at the moment and um and then another friend came up and they're like that's bj he's single you should like totally go there and i'm like i'm not looking for anyone like i'm about to go to australia and then <laughs> and then you came up later and you're like oh i'm bj you PJ, mm. and you thought you were real funny, and then... How was that meant to be funny? <laughs> and then you said something about how you'd listen to me on the radio. <laughs> you, you did. For everyone listening, I do not get radio reception on the farm. Yes, I but you used to get it in no the tractor. Idea. And didn't yeah. you say years ago, you are like, oh my God, that girl's called PJ. I'm BJ, imagine if we ended up together. You said that, you told me. It's <laughs> horseshit. You told me. It's <laughs> horseshit. When would I even say that? Actual, actual. <laughs> you told me. He can't lie on actual, actual. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so, yeah, I guess it was a New Year's fling over a few nights. Yeah, it was. You've really got not much to say about that, do you? Well, I mean, my side of the story is that... <laughs> 
It was pretty much the same. <laughs> but my mate was telling me she's available, she's not, don't go there, she's psycho, don't do that. Then what category did I come under? <laughs> Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no one, none of my mates really knew you, so forget it. Fig, our dog's in here. Figgy, um, just sit. Um, shit, I forgot what I was saying. No, you were just saying how they were putting it into categories. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm going to move it on to the next topic. Yeah, so we met in Monica. Okay, cool. Sweet. Um, how did you manage, and this is from Nathan, how did you manage long distance for so long? What were the best parts and what were the worst parts? Nathan. <laughs> Nathan, neat dog. Um, <clears throat> repeat the question. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just a heads up, I've got a really bad cough, so if I start laughing, I'm going to just have a coughing fit. Um, okay, how did you manage long distance for oh, so long? Yeah, 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 yeah. Best and worst part? Long distance was great for me because I still got to do what I wanted. So did I. Yeah. I went both, both ways. Both ways. Mm. But it also got uh, like let us get to know each other I guess mm. and then it also yeah I was still like, busy with rugby and farm and like well, I think we got a good sense of independence yeah and like we also when we did get to see each other it was like a treat mm. we looked- <laughs> so you're saying it's not a treat anymore are you sick of me I um you know we used to actually <laughs> do fun stuff and um not that we don't do it now, but no. But it was like you, you look forward to it. Yeah, I think that's how you stay sane during a long distance relationship. You have to have something to look forward to. Like yeah. before we'd wrap up our trip, we'd always have something like when you were going to do in a few weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. And you'd like if I was going over there, you would go out of your way to like book something, do something. Like that time you tried to get me, you got me tickets to Eminem and then made me not go. Did I actually get tickets? <laughs> Yeah, I was going with Charlie. Yeah, but that's because we we were doing breakfast the next morning and I got tired. Mm. I'm sorry. But anyway, yeah, you go out of your way to do. I think also we were like quite good on video call. I reckon that was a big thing. Like I reckon had we texted, there would have been more room for misinterpretation. Especially with my texts. Like, yeah. Like my texts are horrific. So I'd always been quite anal when it comes to um, uh, with spelling and grammar. BJ was the first guy that I'd ever actually been interested in <laughs> that had terrible spelling. What are you doing? What? Why are you choosing yourself? No, I'm just getting another bit. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> you were the first. Do you know that was a big thing for me? Like, I know that sounds like a real bitch, but that was like a that was a red flag for me back in the day. And that, that must have meant something because I was able to overlook that. Yeah, but isn't that <laughs> just saying a little bit about yourself? No, I think that's saying that. Just because I couldn't spell properly. <laughs> no, but it was a big thing for me. I was such a bit Like, I was anal about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you overcame that. Um, what was the, what was the worst part about long distance? Um, obviously, not being able to, you know, be with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I th- imagine that would have been the worst part. Yeah. Oh, and the cost of flying. Over <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cost of actually seeing each other was. Because <coughs> I get people ask me all the time, like, "How do you make it work?" And I reckon you have to be willing. You both have to be willing to make it work, eh? Yeah, 100%. Like, and I think you've got to make sure you're both on the same level. And you have to level. trust the other person because if you don't trust, I've had a, another long 
distance relationship. Mm. And if you don't trust the other person, then it's fucked. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. You just get paranoid every time they go out. Yeah. Um, okay. Did you ever consider moving to Melbourne and what would you have done for a living? Yes, I was considering it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. I were. I were. Uh, you wouldn't I have. Were. Is, that, always right? Is that good England? I were. I, no. I was. I was, yeah. I was. I was going to, but yeah, running a farm and that with your with your old man, it's quite. What's the word? It's quite involved. Like you've got to be. Yeah, it's time consuming. It's you have to be there all the time. To set it up for me to go over there was going to involve hiring a manager, um, which would have worked. It could have been done. Maybe for a year to six months or something like that, but then COVID happened. Yeah, I mean, it just all sort of you had some issues in your life that sort of steamrolled, and then it just sort maybe of want to come out. home. Yeah, it yeah. was definitely on the cards. Eh? Like we definitely talked about it for a while, <laughs> and yeah. we were like, "Oh, maybe you could be a trainee," and like you had a few friends <laughs> who were builders. Yeah, I was gonna build for. <laughs> I was gonna go roofing. I reckon you would have just ended up being like a surfer who does nothing. Oh, I would have been a loser. <laughs> um, okay, next question. What is a typical – oh, do we want to do farm chat? hmm Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, we'll just we'll speed through this. What is a typical day on the farm? And if you weren't a farmer, what would you be? A lawyer. <laughs> no. Is that because we just watched um, – oh, the Lincoln lawyer. Yeah. That's really good. No, um – Typical day for me starts pretty early, six o'clock ish, maybe. Mm. And then I try and do, um, me and Polly have just bought a new um, fitness. <laughs> oh my God, don't. What's it called? So embarrassing. Got elliptical machine. It's like an elliptical. We got con. Because I've got a fuck knee. And I'm pregnant. And this was like low impact. And we were both feeling like absolute fatties lying in a hotel bed one morning. And it came up on an ad. And it was like, for three easy payments. And we're like, oh, my God, babe, call up. And so called up, ended up getting put on this payment plan. Now we're in way too deep. Now we're buying the machine. And now we've got to fucking pay it off. It's like the most expensive. It's like more than I've ever paid on a gym. How good is it? It's good, but I can't really go that hard on it at the moment now. Yeah, but it's better than having a gym membership where you've got, like, some buffers dude grunting away (laughs) or – Someone's sweating their nuts off right next to you. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know how long. It's just one of those things that I feel like is going to end up in the corner of the shed. Nah, it'll be good. But um, uh, Oh, yeah, else? so you get up, you go on that? Yeah, I go on that, uh, have a coffee. I don't have breakfast in the mornings. I fast till <laughs> lunch. <laughs> so you just got me fucked not making breakfast. Yeah, and then, yeah, I mean, farm jobs vary every day, so... Yeah, I just work and then come home for lunch unless Polly's kind enough to bring some lunch down to the workshop. Mm. And then... You work like from six till about five or six most days. Yeah, uh, well, it just depends. Like It was pissing down the other day, so I worked a couple of hours and then come home. Mm. But yeah, um, what was the last half of that question? The last half of the question was, if you weren't a farmer, what would you be? Um, you wanted to be in the army? Nah, I don't know. I always imagined I'd be all right in the army, though. You would be good in the army. You'd be kind of good cop, except I wouldn't take you that seriously, probably. 
Because you've probably <laughs> broken the law too many times. Yeah, nah. I don't know what I'd be. That's a good question. I think you'd be a good tradie too. Yeah, probably You're tradie. very, very. Something outdoors, something with my hands. Or maybe driving stuff. Quite good at driving. Mechanic? But not like mundane driving, like truck driving. You'd want to be speeding. Like adventure driving or like mm. tourist driving or something. Um. Oh, this is a good one. <clears throat> Who's this one from? Ben. Okay, I made that name up. <laughs> I don't actually even, I don't have a name. I don't, I wrote down the names for some of them and some of them didn't. Um, but this one says, at what point did you know PJ was the one? Mm. Um, I've know. never asked you this. That's a good question. Like when I knew that I wanted to marry you. Or yeah. When I knew that I wanted to seriously date you. Both. Okay. Well, not seriously date you, but when we left, you left for Melbourne and I was still in Wanaka. That soon? No, shit no. But you... You wanted to marry me back after in, a few days. I knew you were interested because you just kept messaging me. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. It was No, you you messaged me first. No. So what, that was... But that wouldn't have been... You wouldn't have known that you wanted oh, to no, date. I didn't know. But then... Because um, didn't I ask you to go out with me once I came to Melbourne for the first time? Or was that the second time? First time. I think you asked me out the second. Yeah, we were. We were just Alex's house. I I think that was the second time. So, do you want to be my girlfriend? (laughs) (laughs) And then we walked on the beach. That was actually more romantic than your proposal. No, no, it was. I did fuck up proposal. It's one of my big regrets in life. But um, when did you know you wanted to propose? Um, I think after meeting your family, maybe. Really? When I first we had the Easter weekend. That was like got the ball rolling maybe. And then like also a whole bunch of my mates were getting married and I was like, shit. Oh, that's not good. That's <laughs> don't say that. Like, it just sounds like you were just chasing I'm losing her. my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to do any better no, than this. No, don't say that. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, I, I think after meeting your family and then – yeah, just really getting to know you, I guess. Like, it took a while to get to know you because we were so far apart for so long. Yeah, but we'd have like weeks together. Yeah, yeah, but you can. But get, yeah, a <laughs> person you can s- hide a lot in a week. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you had a hell of a lot. <laughs> if I knew what I know now. Well, actually, that is funny you say that because it goes on to the next question. What is your biggest pet peeve about me? Be nice. I just think you're <laughs> He's gonna go on capable yeah. of listening to me. Like <laughs> you think that anything that I say mm. is beneath you. No, I do not. <laughs> I think so. Like when I say hey Paul no, I actually take your advice on. Oh, hey Paul, don't drive your car across the Ford. There's a big branch there. Mm. What'd you do? I drove it across because I thought I couldn't and see then, the branch and I needed to get out. Then, yeah, and that was all good. Mm. And then you said, I said, don't drive back across. And yet again, 
you drove, I drove back, back across. across and then I fucked my car and the whole the bottom of it came out. All the undercarriage out of your car. Just, I think it's a combination <laughs> of little things. The new toilet that's appeared okay, in our room. Okay, your biggest. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. <laughs> There's a new toilet. In it's a camping toilet, and anyone who's yes. been pregnant or is pregnant right now will understand how horrific the pressure is on your bladder every night. Oh, yeah. And we I, have I a se- we have a separate bedroom, and otherwise, I have to go out in the cold into the courtyard to go to the toilet. I understand it's gross, but there's only number ones in the toilet and there will mm-hmm. never be any more. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that because I'm no, half you... awake and I hear... Do not. <laughs> <laughs> it's the baby. Okay. Okay. Are you done? Can I have my biggest pet peeves then? Yeah, okay. So BJ will leave just a massive pile of towels, of wet towels in our bedroom. And the same with clothes, like he'll leave, instead of putting them when there is a washing basket, like right beside the washing machine, which is designated for dirty towels and dirty washing, he puts it just on the floor and I'm like, oh, baby, you're going to wear that tomorrow. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then tomorrow comes around. And I wear them. And you don't. I you f- leave. Yeah, you the leave only thing I leave the there floor. is my socks and my undies. And your dignity. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just leave. And my also, socks and you leave crumbs. Everyone needs to change their socks and undies daily. Yeah, I know. Like, Why did you just look at me? Because <laughs> it's questionable. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, if I'm just, you know, if I change my clothes, like uh, gym clothes, look, rugby clothes, this is an open forum. Three different just admit that you could be better, and I could be better at listening. And you could be better at putting your clothes away and you could be better at wiping down the bench when there's crumbs. <laughs> so that's... You leave crumbs everywhere. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to get off your chest? No, I'm fine. Okay. Um, what is your favourite thing about BJ? Says Danny. This and is I do... all like... <laughs> okay, do you want to move on? My favourite thing about you, mm-hmm. you're carrying my baby. <laughs> it's it's going to be like... At the moment. Isn't that a nice thing to say? Okay, no, that's all right. We might come back to it. No, we'll come back to it. Okay, how did you find – oh, how did you find being the other husband when I did the show with Jace? Did you find it intimidating and were you jealous? Yeah, initially I sort of thought, like, why haven't these people hooked up? Did you? Because – You knew 
never told me that. Well, I just sort of thought like that's kind of weird. But then I met Jason. He's weird. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I thought when Jason and I were starting to work together, I was like to Lou, I was like, do you find me intimidating? Like, do you are you threatened? <laughs> are you threatened by me? She just laughed. She um. She's such a good woman, but um, I don't know how she puts up with Jace. Oh, they're a very good couple. Yeah. Um, she yeah, she does have patience of a goddess. I yeah, I also thought like yeah, does I wonder if she gets jealous of no, you. but she no. Like no. you did that. What was it? You hugged for yeah, we hugged for like twenty five hours. Like you must have seen his dick. I've never seen his dick. If he went for a piss. No, 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 no. How did you No, how did we've you got get a weird that? no, we've got a weird it's like a sibling thing. I've never seen anything like that. And he's really weird with toilet chat. It's I've no. I've never seen him remotely known. Yeah, but if you were hugging for twenty four hours, how did he go for a piss? Oh he just, just slipped it out the other side. Or I just looked the other way. We had minders to Does pull he up sit hands. Down <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, I don't want to incriminate him. I'm not sure, but I feel oh, like I he would. Um, but, yeah, you soon quickly understood that we're just very yeah. – we had, we had like a, a, a pretty full-on like, professional relationship. You're very different people, but yeah. you get on like a house on fire. It's weird. How are you feeling about becoming a dad from Ashley? And Ash- what are you most afraid about? What do you think about Ashley for a name? Oh, don't do that. Why? Oh, don't do that. Well, I've got a cousin named Ashley, so we can't really do it anyway. And we've learned that whenever there's a name we like and we tell people, <clears throat> it gets shot down. Mm. So we're keeping it. I've we're keeping a, any names quiet. Well, I've got a short list of about three that are strong. BJ really wants to call our child Frank. Front runner is Frank, yeah. Frank's not happening. Frank's I like Frankie for a girl. I like Frankie a for a girl. Name. Frank John Campbell. My ex-boyfriend called his child Frank. That's all right. He's an ex. Frank, John Campbell, FJ. Mm. PJ, BJ. FJ's a FJ. cruiser. It's like a car. It's a Toyota it's FJ a cruiser. cruiser. Yeah. I'm surprised um, you know that. Yeah, they, they used to be the ZN Black Blackthunders. Very impressive. They were our promo cars. Um, yeah, what, do you, what scares you the most about becoming a dad? That I won't be a good dad, I guess. Mm. Or the fact that I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. Because nah. you know me. Like, I know you freak out about me being a mum sometimes because what's the I 100% freak out about you because, like, Josh asked me if you would be able to babysit Neve on Monday. I could babysit her. Yeah, but, like, I'm worried that you'll get distracted on your phone. No, like I won't. You sit on the toilet for, like, 15 <laughs> minutes on your phone. What's the ba- What's Neve doing? I'm then? not going to do that when I'm babysitting. I think... I'm really hoping maternal instincts will kick in. <laughs> My fingers are crossed. <laughs> like I feel like most people go into this with a fair idea of what to do, but I don't think you can ever prepare. No, nah, I reckon we'll be sweet. I think we will be sweet. I think it'll that, be a shuffle. I'm scared that there might be something that's out of our control. You know, I that guess, can happen with I anything. Guess every parent or every person would have that sort of. Yeah, fear in the back of their mind, but I mean, I guess you just got to. We can only work on what we can control, Mm. and that's being present and not on my phone. I'm getting all my phone time out. Yeah, I'm getting that all done now. Okay, next question, clear, crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Crunchy. Okay, it was quickie. Holly, how many kids do you want? 
Two. Maybe three. Kendall, how do you feel with a lot of your life being in the public eye? Do you feel like I'm grilling you right now with questions? Well, yeah, I did ask you at the start, is this going to be like 21 questions? (laughs) I just thought I'd do like a quick fire. I thought I'd just do a quick fire just then. All you've done is ask me questions. Um, how do you feel about some of your life being in the public eye? Um, that's a good question too because <laughs> I got warned by a couple of mates that if I got with you that this would, you know. Did you? Yeah, I did. And Can you tell me who they were? No. Give me a clue? No. And what were they like? Your life They're was going like, to be everywhere. Bro, you realise you'll fucking end up on radio and shit. And it was loaded, wasn't it? I ended up on fucking... <laughs> You came in hard too. Jace well, just grilled you. Absolutely spanked. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's nothing now compared to what it was. Well, it's probably changed me because I was probably a bit rough around the edges when I met you. <laughs> You've and had a little bit of a polish. Yeah, a little bit of a scrub. I'm a lot more accepting and willing to see things in a different light now. Ditto. Uh, I think you and I, I have both opened each other's eyes up. I was very country boy, mm. one narrow-minded sort of, and you've definitely opened up my eyes to a different world, especially going to Melbourne. There's some different people over there. But that's just what you used but to when you grow up. Yeah. But that's the same for me. Like I had probably a very strong Opinion on a lot of things, and then I came out. You right? Sorry. And then I came out to the country, and I actually had a whole lot more empathy for people who live and work out here. And and at the time, we're getting a really bad name. Like farmers can get a pretty bad rep, um, but there's a lot of good people that do farming. You know. Is that thunder or wind? Is that thunder or wind? Oh my God, we've had constant thunderstorms. Um, what was um, the question? I can't really wrap that up. I forgot. <laughs> oh God, I can't laugh with my cough. <laughs> no, I think we both just opened each other's eyes up because we both came from different what worlds. What was the question? The question was how did you find being in the public eye? Oh, yeah. It's but shit. that's all right. It's real shit. No, at the end of the day, you know it's my – I think you, you came to respect that it was my job and I could share what I want to share. I didn't have to share everything, but I could share like a snippet yeah, I it was it was hard me watching you like when you were having a down day, and then having to go to work and be bubbly and bright like all the time mm. gave me a new pre, like new appreciation for mm. what you did. I thought, oh fuck, what a cool job! Like she just talks shit on the radio, and how could anyone like you know, just do that all day. Like You kind of just turn a switch on and off. Yeah. I suppose you do but the same like on the if phone. You were having, like, if I'm having a shit day, it's all good because I can yell and... You don't have to talk to anyone. Tell my dogs off and... In a kind way. Yeah, and yeah. I can, you know, let my steam out and I don't have to see anyone, just sheep and cattle. That actually ties quite well into the next question from Jazz and this is quite an important one, I reckon. Um, what's your experience... Or thoughts on farming and mental health? My thoughts on farming and mental health. Yeah, I mean, um, you hear all the stats about, I mean, we spoke about isolation in rural areas, but, like, have you had experience with a lot of mates who have had pretty poor mental health from, I don't know, I mean, like, even the weather, you know, your day-to-day job is so dependent on weather mm-hmm. and it can be pretty full-on. It's physically taxing. How does it affect you? 
mentally do you reckon? I don't know. I'm sort of a person that gets a stress relief from physical activity. So mm. like day to day I sort of, if I get annoyed, I'm sort of, you know, out there doing it, so to speak. So I'm getting, <clears throat> I'm getting my stress relief as I'm doing it. But I mean, mental health is Does you becoming... still find you get that when you're on the job? Do you not need to do like a run or something separate or do you oh, actually no, find I it? do. Like, you know, when I had a good knee, mm. I'd always come home or I'd go for a run in the morning or I'd yeah. go for a run after work sometimes. And that was, you know, sort of washes the day away from you. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, mental health is huge in farming because, you know, you could, you're dictated so much by the weather and if you have a shit season plus then – Bad weather. There's just things out you know, of your you, control. You, and then you get hit with, yeah, you get hit with, say, Prina or, or something like that and you can't get spray to spray the the bugs out. The, they just eat all the grass and then you, you're, you're – the fact that you're watching your stock starve mm. or go hungry because of something that's – Out of your of, control. Out of your control. And then you throw in COVID and, you mm. know, it really – it's people under pressure. If you've got, you know, farming can change weekly mm. with grass. Like, so we've just had heaps of rain, heaps of wind. It's dried it out, you know. So we're, we're actually too bad. It's not real, real cold yet. But Do you talk about that stuff with your friends? We talk about it with you. Yeah, like, like that's why we have Wednesday wets. <laughs> <laughs> we catch up mm. and we talk about what we've been up to. But it's not like. We don't sit down and be like, hey, mate, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that. No, we just sit down, have a beer, catch up. And you have a vent sometimes? Yeah. Be like, fuck the rain. Because or, I probably express my feelings a lot more than you. 100%. Mm. And sometimes I fear that you probably don't get things off your chest as, as much as you could. Mm-hmm. Do you get that fear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you've gone quiet. <laughs> um, but you're always at me to <coughs> vent my feelings, and mm. like I reckon your dream day for me <laughs> or us would be we just sit down and talk about how we're feeling in the present moment. No, that is not true. Mm-hmm. No, I just I just think open communication is the only way to be. Yeah, I think you just got to have a healthy mm. chat every now and again. Mm. Like, would you do a monthly catch up? With what? The boys? <laughs> no, like, because I've heard of people who do it maybe every week or every month or every couple of months. It's like, what's working well, what's not working well. Yeah. But and it's a good way of checking in, but we haven't really done that. No, we don't do that. But I do that with the local leads around here. Like, do you? Well, the question was about farming and depression and stress. Oh, so yeah, I've kind of moved into, like, relationship. moved on now. into our relationship. <laughs> That's even more stressful. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so we just talk about it and Let's go. at the end I'm of the day. I'm just encouraging you to open up. End of the day, the people around you are generally in the same boat. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not just you out there. It's um, there's plenty of other people like that. And to be honest, everyone in the farming community is great, like stock agents, fertiliser reps, they all know what's going on. Yeah. Sharing contractors, you know, they're all 
got their finger on the pulse. <laughs> so. so many contacts. We have like a home phone here and it just goes non-stop. I'm surprised it hasn't rung yet. I know. Did you? Ch- oh, we didn't even take it out of the hook. Um, okay, we've got a good hypnobirthing zone, but we've got a few more questions. What do you miss most about living alone? That's from Lucy. Doing my own grocery shopping. Oh, yeah. I just get. No, he used to do one massive shop like every month yeah, and just get so. all the shit food, eat all the shit food in a few days, and then live off like potatoes and meat. Yeah, I'd eat all the good stuff first. <laughs> I'd be left with the shit, but I'd make it last a month and then. But yeah, you've got me on this. Okay, so grocery shopping on your own. Anything else? Mm, I don't know. No, it's pretty good living with you. You're quite. You're all right. Thanks. And actually, it could have. Do you know what? It could have gone tits up. Like we did long distance. We took a bit of a punt living together. It actually could have been shit. Like, we could have realised we don't like each other. Imagine if you were just feral. I am feral. I know. <laughs> that was sarcasm. Oh. <laughs> You're feral too, though. Not as bad as you, but it's borderline. Okay, next question. Um, Ross says, what's your favourite bit of farm gear? Ross. <laughs> as in... Yeah, no, like clothing. It's boring. It's boring. We're not. My favorite. I think thing he means like drive. tractor. My, oh yeah, it's a bulldozer for sure. Okay, bully, bully. HD, we got like. an HD four hydro <laughs> for all you people out there. Know your bullies. Okay. Next yeah, question. And this is another one you're gonna like from Ash. She says, "What vintage or old school car oh. do you wish that you bought before prices went crazy?" Well, I've already got. You've got a couple. You're I've a bit of a freak. A few old school cars. I'm actually selling. This oh, is a great plug, yes. great plug opportunity. Oh, yeah, add. I'm add s- space. I'm selling a Chrysler Valiant. 1975 Regal. Yeah. V8, 318. Um, she's a beaut. So I'm selling that. Um, I've got a Mark 1 GT Ford Escort. <laughs> so many people are going to be chatting out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I love old school cars. But, yeah, if I could have, I'd like one of those um, old school Ford pickups, I reckon. What are they, like a truck? Yeah, like a a Ute. An American pickup Ute. Like a yellow one? No, why would it be I don't know, I just had a yellow one in my head. No, just any any colour, maybe black. BJ was such a bargain before we got together. Bullshit. I shocked the bargain out of you. When I went in one of BJ's cars for the first time, he had a nickelback album. I had a what? Nickelback Nickelback is great. Don't say it. (laughs) On that note, I'm going to finish this interview. We've got to go to Hypno Birthday. We've got like 30 minutes to get there. Should we get a feed on the way? Yeah. Do you reckon we'll fit it in? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got to take pillows. All right. Um, Thanks, BJ, for filling in today. Well, yeah, I hope I didn't make an ass of myself. No, you're right. We'll get the edit on. We'll get Veggie yeah, Boy who's um, editing this off. Oh, he's going to have a hell of a job. <laughs> he's got a bit of work to do. Thanks, Paige. All right. Thanks for having me. Hope Appreciate you guys, it. I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. So if not, get fucked. <laughs> do you want to wrap it up? Oh, that was the wrap up. That was it. Okay, cool. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it. The interview that absolutely no one asked for. A few people didn't ask for it, actually. I'll cut him some slack. BJ Campbell, my beautiful fiancé, bravely coming on 
as guest for episode number seven. I hope that answered some questions, or if not, just gave you some frivolous banter to play in the background uh, while you're doing your work at home. Thank you very much for listening this week. I will be back with my normal interviews from next week and any feedback on the show. Do hit me up on the PJ Podcast on Instagram. I'd love to hear your feedback. It's imperative. If you've got any suggestions as well for guests, I would love to hear from you. And if you haven't subscribed also to the PJ Podcast, don't forget to do that and leave a review. And I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.